as a state, we're, we're living through a trying time. And we've elected what, in my opinion, are the best officials we can elect because they've been elected by a popular vote, meaning that they have won their individual seats. Now let's trust them through being involved in capital culture, participating in leadership roundtables, participating in different opportunities that we've put together for me to build the relationships with other people, having gotten to know them, having built that relationship, it's so much easier to trust somebody. To me, it just all boils back down to trust. Capital culture has enabled a different and a new atmosphere in state politics. This is The Leaders We Need with Joel Harder, a podcast going beyond the politics and policies to focus on the people who lead in our communities, states, and nation. Conversations that restore the civility we need in our politics while promoting the integrity we need in our leaders. The Leaders We Need with Joel Harder, a resource from Oklahoma Capital Culture. Welcome back to The Leaders We Need. I am your host, Joel Harder. Today on the podcast, we're going to pick up where we left off with Trent Willis. Trent is a successful businessman and entrepreneur. He founded Cornerstone Insurance, located in Tuttle, a number of years ago. Trent is also a founding member of the Board of Directors for Oklahoma Capital Culture. In this part of the conversation, Trent shares some of the ways Capital Culture has particularly helped him to engage with state and local leaders and to shape a culture of civility, integrity, and servant leadership among policymakers. Trent also shares some of the new things that Capital Culture has planned in 2021. These are ways that you can get involved and join us, participate in different activities and experiences and conversations that we're going to be hosting all over the state. Before we jump back into the conversation with Trent, if you have not already, please take a moment and subscribe to The Leaders We Need, wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. You can subscribe, you can share an episode if you hear something that's particularly helpful to you. And also leave a comment. Let us know what you like, what you'd like to hear more of. We'd love to hear from you. Well, let's jump back into the conversation with Trent Willis on The Leaders We Need. When Leaders Matter, How Civility, Integrity, and the Leaders We Need Are Possible by Dr. Joel W. Harder. Forward, written by Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt. In When Leaders Matter, Chaplain Joel Harder presents a three-step approach to engage leaders and restore the civility we need in our politics while promoting the integrity we need in our leaders. When that happens, leaders will be able to work and inspire our communities, states, and nation to address the real problems we are facing and navigate a way forward that will benefit all of us. When Leaders Matter, how civility, integrity, and the leaders we need are possible. Available now on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and BarnesandNoble.com. And the reason that culture needs to needs to be impacted and sharpened and shaped in a way that is marked by civility and integrity, as as you well know, and we've been talking about, is that our leaders in those elected positions, they are navigating the whole range of, of policy areas. Perhaps they come in with a particular you know passion or area of focus or expertise, but the, just because 
a legislator may be really knowledgeable about education and they're really passionate about education policy, they still have to vote on transportation policy. Correct. They still have to vote on tax policy. They still have to vote on all of these things. And they're navigating and really holding sometimes some tension uh, competing interests when the climate of the culture is such that those conversations can happen with respect, with civility. The important thing that we get out of that is integrity in the leaders and in all of all of those who are participating in the conversation. Because here's the truth. There are times when uh, your interest as a constituent, as a district, your interest as a as a business owner working in a specific industry, there are times where when your interests will come into alignment with others around a policy that they're focusing on. Uh, and that's wonderful when that happens, but there are times when it comes into conflict. It is the job of our elected leaders to navigate that conflict and chart a path forward. It's, it's also our job as constituents and business owners that when there's something of conflict to have an intelligent, and respectable conversation with someone yeah. that has a conflicting view with you yeah. to understand where they're coming from, yeah. but also articulate where you're coming from so that you can meet in the middle. Culture is important. There's no doubt about that. And I, I'm sorry I cut you off, but I want to make sure that, that anyone listening to this understands that it's, it's possible to have a conflicting view with someone and still get something done. This is why I, we focus so much on our state and local leaders. Because often when we look at the national level, uh, it gets so far removed from us. The numbers get so big <laughs> that we can't help but default into binary thinking, you know, up, down, left, right. The closer we get to home, the closer you get to your community, to, to your business, to, to where you're leading, we have a greater ability to look at the policy conflicts and disagreements with a greater level of sophistication. There's not just a Republican solution or Democrat solution, conservative or liberal. This comes back to what we get out of this better culture. There will be times when elected leader makes a decision that, that maybe you wish they hadn't. But because of the culture that's created, the relationships that's there, uh, you can at least have the confidence uh, and the respect that they are doing the best that they believe they can do and they're making the best decision that they believe should be made. You may not agree with it, but like you said, we can still move forward. I would say one of the great sicknesses in politics today is we've kind of gotten to this point where we look at politics as a zero-sum game. We've got to win or we're losing. We've got to win every battle or we're losing. There is always tomorrow. In politics, the policy positions, the, the legislation, the accomplishments of today stand on the shoulders of what came before it. And there will be future legislative sessions. There'll be future leaders. There'll be future bills. What happens today, we still move in tomorrow. To look at our state, to look at the policymaking process with that perspective that we can keep moving forward. Sometimes Decisions are made that you don't agree with, and that's your right. It's so important that people understand when capital culture is focused on culture and on, on, on relationships and on encouraging better leaders, we don't diminish the unique gift of representative democracy, the gift that you have to engage with your leaders and to advocate for the things that you believe in. That is a unique blessing that has not existed for most of human history, and it doesn't exist everywhere in the world today. So we should not take that for granted. However, just because a decision is made that maybe you don't agree with doesn't mean that the kind of 
culture and relationship and progress is not still possible. Absolutely. But it gets back to what we've been talking about a little bit through this conversation. And the culture that we are currently living through is created by us who are living through it. Yeah. And so we make that conscious conscious effort on, on a daily basis to choose to get along and play well with others or not to. And anytime, like if I take it and dissect this back down to, to how, how we're running our business, of course we want to win every prospect and make them a client or customer. But we also understand that that's, that's really not always best for the client or customer. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have developed a culture within our organization that we will always do what is best for the client or customer. Typically that's not pressuring them into a corner, making them making a buying decision. We don't want to sell somebody a policy that they don't need insurance policy. We don't, that, that's not our, our goal. Just like I don't want to, to pressure any of our elected officials into making a decision that that is what I would think good or better than another without them having all of the, the information that they need. We've elected them. I, I expect that they will do their best. Just like I think that all of our customers at Cornerstone expect us to continue to do the right thing on their behalf with their insurance policy or to advise them to stay where they are or, or go somewhere else. Yeah. It's, it's about creating a better win for the end user, not necessarily for us. Because if our product is truly the best, we're going to win more than we lose. Yeah. If it's not, then we need to change our product. Yeah. And I think that also carries over into politics. As a state, we're, we're living through a trying time. And we've elected what, in my opinion, are the best officials we can elect because they've been elected by a popular vote, meaning that they have won their individual seats. Now let's trust them through being involved in capital culture. I not only, I think I know that has my involvement in capital culture, participating in leadership roundtables, participating in different opportunities that we've put together for me to build the relationships with other people, having gotten to know them, having built that relationship, it's so much easier to trust somebody. To me, it just all boils back down to trust. Yeah. We've got to hear from your perspective, not as one who is in the policymaking arena directly, but coming from the business community, an entrepreneur, constituent, about what capital culture is doing, the impact it's making, and, and really why you should get involved with what we're doing. Well, we've grown a lot. There's so much work that we have done over the last few years, and new work is coming. Uh, new opportunities, new new ways in which capital culture is impacting the policymaking arena. Uh, I'd just love to hear real quickly, what are some of the, the things that capital culture is doing or planning to do in the new year that really get you excited about this organization and this work? Man, there's so many things that we're doing now in, in 2021. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. So in 2021, we've got a lot of events coming out, but there are two that I'm super pumped about. One is that I'm probably most excited about is the Civility Summit. It's going to be a TED Talk style leadership forum where we bring together business leaders, political leaders, leaders from across different industries together to discuss certain topics in a respectable, trustworthy, honest forum so we can we can tackle some of the hard issues. Yeah. We can make known 
the things that are important to fellow Oklahomans, mm-hmm. not just us. And the solutions, the, the strategies that they are using to shape a culture of civility and integrity and servant leadership in their, in their industry, in their company, in their business, in their community. Well, and we hope that those strategies that they're sharing, people can take from that and go back and add something to their business, add something to their family life, add something to the way that they're doing life yeah. that betters it for them. Because again, every day we make it better for us, it makes it better for all of Oklahoma. Yeah. And so I think the Civility Summit's going to help us bring together people from different backgrounds, from different stances on different issues, and allow us to come together, have a discussion in an organized TED Talk style forum, and move forward on whatever that issue is through mm-hmm. that strategy development that you talked about. The other one I'm, I, I want to hear more about from you that I am excited to hear is leadership, are the leadership roundtables. Joel, can you tell us about the leadership roundtables? and what we hope to accomplish with those. I'm really excited about these in 2021. These are going to be privately hosted dinners all across the state. Our goal is to have 10 to 12 in 2021. And it's an opportunity for you to come together in a more intimate setting with a diversity of people. There's something about breaking bread together that just really opens up the opportunity for honest conversations and and to build relationships. We're going to have people of all ages. We're working with a student leadership forum in Oklahoma that will bring college students, emerging leaders uh, into the conversation. There's going to be policy leaders that are going to be part of these conversations. And we're going to kind of set the actual politics or policy agendas aside and just talk about the way in which that policymaking process makes a difference in our state. The hope is over the course of the year, 10 to 12 of these, we'll get a couple hundred people that have come together in this more intimate setting and have had real meaningful conversations about how we begin to make a better Oklahoma. So the leadership roundtables are an incredible opportunity for capital culture to really advance in our mission uh, not just in the state capital, but all across the state. We're going to be in western Oklahoma, southwest. We're going to be in, in Tulsa and in northeast Oklahoma. We're going to be all over the state. Uh, in addition to that, we've got all the work that we do every day in the capital uh, with the legislators. Capital Culture facilitates the governor's prayer breakfast, which is an incredible opportunity to bring a diversity of Oklahomans together to kind of set differences aside and build uh, unity in our state. So much going on in 2021. Well, and don't forget about the gala and the golf tournament, mm-hmm. too. I mean, yeah. those are two events that we started this last year that were tremendously successful Yeah, and will be even more successful this next year. Absolutely. The more people we can reach, the stronger Capital Culture is going to be. Yeah. And with the platform of creating a more positive culture within, our, within the walls of our legislature here in Oklahoma, yeah. the better and stronger our state becomes. And the better and stronger our state becomes. I mean, I just I get excited about yeah. it. What's unique about Capital Culture too is that it's not just about building an organization that is staffing this work, but it is creating space and opportunity uh, that everyday Oklahomans can come together and join us in this work. We've got a new initiative that we're launching in 2021 called the Culture Creator Initiative. Tell, tell us a little bit about what, what it looks like to become a culture creator. Well, I almost wish we're videoing this because I've got this box here, <laughs> right, that, that I'm going to open during our podcast because I've not seen what's in it yet. The culture creator initiative that we're coming out with in 2021 is going to get it, – it, it's going to provide people throughout Oklahoma an opportunity to get involved with, with capital culture and see what we're doing 
on a ground level view to be in, involved with the leadership roundtables, to be involved with the gala, to, to know what's going on with the, with the governor's prayer breakfast that we facilitate. Not just that, but to also have an opportunity to build the relationships that we've talked about mm-hmm. and to be more involved in a state level. Mm-hmm. I think that something that's been missing in Oklahoma is the opportunity to get involved. Yeah. And we want to provide that opportunity not just to our elected officials, not just to our industry leaders, but to everyone in Oklahoma. Regardless of your political party preferences, regardless of your socioeconomic status, regardless of if you're in urban or rural Oklahoma, we can all come together through these opportunities. Yeah, we're all Oklahomans. Yeah. So let's let's approach these issues together. Mm-hmm. Let's strategize. Let's get together. Let's have a leadership roundtable. Let's, let's find the time to get together break bread like you talked about earlier and get to know each other so that we can better our state and better our own lives. If somebody wants to just get started as a culture creator, what does that look like? So if you want to get started right now, reach out to us at at Capital Culture, reach out to Joel, and I'm sure your contact info is somewhere in the notes for this podcast. Uh, You can become a culture cultivator starting January 1st for seven bucks a day. You can get involved. You'll know when our events are going to be held. You can be involved in the Civility Summit. You can be involved in the Leadership Roundtable. Get the content that, that we have scrubbed. Get the content that, that we're putting together from a nonpartisan view. And helpful. Uh, mainly involved. helpful, yeah. yeah but, but also just, just get involved yeah. somewhere. Somewhere where you're passionate. But also respect others that have differing views. Mm-hmm. You've got a box sitting over there. Also, as a culture creator... Not only do you get access to the different uh, opportunities that Capital Culture is facilitating, we're going to give you resources. What are some of the resources that a culture creator can All right, so this expect? box is, is something that's going to be delivered on a periodic basis mm-hmm. from, from Capital Culture, and this is the first one. So I'm excited to open it. I mean, it's decorated beautifully. It's got this tape that uh, it's got an awesome Oklahoma Capital Culture logo on it. But these are the things that we can expect. So, for example, there's a couple of good books. I mean, Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a nerd and I like to read. And so, for example, Away With Words by Daniel Darling. I'm excited to to read this one. Uh, I hope that your book also is in here, Joel. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if I dig deep enough in here, I'm going to find your book. Uh, Some other goodies. Is all this stuff made from Oklahoma companies? It's it's all made in Oklahoma. That's awesome. I, I can't wait. To, uh, to dig into to some of this stuff. No, no, there's so much in this little box. This is an awesome Christmas present. And as a culture uh, creator, these resources are going to come out periodically throughout the year. They're going to come directly from the different things we're doing. It's it's not just folks in an ivory tower just <laughs> contemplating how, how to do this, but it, the conversations that we have at the Civility Summit, we're going to be able to share some of the best of the best of, of not just the ideas, but the strategies that you can take up immediately building relationships and shaping a better culture uh, in our policymaking arena, which is going to make a better Oklahoma for all of us. Yeah. And that's exactly what we want to do with Capital Culture. Trent, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for being part of the work of Capital Culture from the very beginning. I'm just looking forward to all we're going to do together in 2021. I'm excited about it. It's it's going to be fun. Thanks for letting me be involved in this. I, I've not done a podcast before, so good luck with the editing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Leaders We Need with Joel Harder. 
a podcast from Oklahoma Capital Culture. Oklahoma Capital Culture is a nonprofit organization shaping a culture of civility, integrity, and servant leadership among policymakers through nonpolitical and nonpartisan engagement. Learn more about Oklahoma Capital Culture and how you can help shape the leadership culture at www.capitalculture.com. Original music heard on The Leaders We Need, provided by Scott Allen Matthews at mypodcastmusic.com.